But let's dig in to what we're all here to do. Guys, please mount that like button if you would be so kind. We don't smash the like button on this channel. We mount it like adults. And let's talk about my day with the socialists, specifically the self-managed abortion tour where I learned how to have a bathroom abortion with an abortion doula and a spiritual shrine to purify myself following my bathroom abortion. Fun times. All right, let's dig in. Let me make this nice and big so everyone can see it. And if you guys have questions or anything about that, I do keep track of the chat and I do watch. Of course, sending in a super chat will also uh, will always get your chat displayed on the screen and I will always do some sort of response to it. But if you guys have questions as we are making our way through this, please go ahead and chat them in and I will do my very best to uh to um to answer them. So, I want to say something that might surprise you. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm going to start one more time. I want to say something that might surprise you and will almost certainly surprise the subjects of the articles uh, that we are about to embark on. The socialists I met on April 15th, 2023, were perfectly lovely people. They were nice, welcoming, optimistic, and sometimes even funny. They were very smart. And some of them were wonderful teachers. Now, don't get me wrong. They have crazy ideas. And we're going to discuss those crazy ideas in this series. But I think it's important to acknowledge their humanity up front. And if for no other reason, then they don't see us as human. We should be better than them. So, John, John asked, do you want an abortion now, John? Just so you know, this is the kind of thing that's going to get you banned in my chat. I don't put up with this trolley nonsense. Rein it in, be an adult, be better than them. And if you choose to try to ask me those questions to try to provoke me or to be a dick, because that is breaking my don't be a dick rule, then you won't be here for very long. Murphy's Pool, did the socialist smell bad? Actually, you know what? Actually, I'm really glad you asked this question, Murphy's Pool, because the answer is no. I've gotten so many, uh, so many comments saying, you know, I bet the smell was horrible, patchouli and all that. No, it really wasn't. They did not smell bad. They bathed. They take care of themselves. Guys, it's really important to understand. It's really important to understand that these are not hippies. Maybe there was a time when socialists were hippies. These are not hippies. These are people and they're mostly they were mostly young, though there were some older women there um, for sure. But um, this was a conference of mostly college age or early 20 something, uh, mostly women, though not entirely women. There are a lot of trans people there as well that that have just been indoctrinated into this ideology their entire lives. They didn't smell bad. They they bathed. They took care of themselves. They um. They all, a lot of them had uh, the socialist haircut where they they have the sides of their head shaved and they have kind of like a mullet in the back and those little tiny, tiny, tiny bangs. But these are not hippies. They didn't smell like weed. They didn't smell like patchouli. They didn't smell like any of those things. They wore deodorant. It was fine. Um, and that actually might surprise people, but um, that is that is the way it is. 
Let's see. I truly believe that the mostly female audience I interacted with at the Collective Power Reproductive Justice Conference are victims of the ideology they have been taught their entire lives. And that's a sad thing. I understand them because I was them. I was a Democrat for 20 years, have always been pro-choice, and yes, I still am today. And if anyone in the chat has a problem with me being pro-choice, you can find your way out right now because you're not going to call me a murderer. You're not going to call me a baby killer. You're not going to call me any other name that you guys like to hurl at people. I don't view you as any different than them when you do that stuff. So just saying. And there was a time in my life when I believed many of the same things they do. We even have some things in common. I do not like conservative Christianity. I don't care if people are trans because adults should be able to do whatever they want with their bodies. I refuse to hate people like Dylan Mulvaney. And I absolutely loathe Matt Walsh. I didn't hate any of the people that I met at the conference but I do hate their ideas and generally think they're very bad for humanity. One of the ideas that I hate is the abortion doula. See, John, did you did you listen earlier when I said no whining and if I tell you to stop doing something, just stop doing it? Because now you're whining and you haven't stopped doing the thing that I told you to stop doing. So what's going to happen now, just for all the newbies, is John's going to go into timeout and he can come back and think about whether or not he wants to participate in my chat. It's the way it's going to go. I'm deadly serious about these rules, guys. You're not going to outsmart me. You're not going to get around them. We create a nice environment on this channel. And if you don't want to participate in that, you don't have to, but don't ruin it for everyone else. So what's an abortion doula? Now, I had never heard of an abortion doula before the other day. I wonder in the chat, has anyone ever, ever heard of an abortion doula? Because I actually started researching abortion doulas after I learned about it on this self-managed abortion tour. And there were actually quite a few articles last year from places like NPR, National Public Radio, talking about abortion doulas. This is the first time that I had ever heard of that. Now, a doula is a real thing. A doula is a a person that is a trained they're not like a they're not like a midwife, they're not a trained midwife, but they're trained to help women and families have children and have lovely birth experiences. <clears throat> so what they do is when the woman is giving birth, the doula will take care of them, will comfort them, will hold their hand, stuff like that. And they help the family and are a resource when the family is, is welcoming a child into the world. There are also people that are doulas that will help people die, <clears throat> like dying of old age or dying from a terminal disease, things like that, making sure they have a good death, they're comfortable, um, they're not like drugged up in a hospital bed somewhere. Those are the types of things that doulas do. And it actually is a very loving and caring profession. Like you really have to have a lot of heart to be a doula, especially like someone that's helping people die. I mean, I think that that's actually a really lovely profession for someone to have, because I think that we don't, we don't do a good job of people dying in our society. And I think doulas can help that. However, what I had never heard of before was an abortion doula. 
And that one is, um, well, more than a little perturbing to me. So let's 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 uh, work our way through our self-managed abortion tour. And if you're listening to this later on the audio only podcast, I would absolutely recommend going to carlin.substack.com and looking at the pictures for yourself because there's only so much I'm going to be able to articulate to people who might be listening to the audio version of this later. And you're going to want to see the pictures. I promise. Leave My Rights Alone says a doula is a woman trained to assist another woman during childbirth and provide support to the family after the baby is born. Yeah, that's a nice definition. Thank you for that. Oh, we have some Matt Walsh Simpson in the house. I knew we would get this today. Um, Matt Walsh is a lunatic who steals other people's work and does really not a whole heck of a lot on his own. But you guys are welcome to worship him. I just don't think you're going to like it here very much because Matt Walsh has actually stolen my work and pawned it off as his own. He's also attacked me on several occasions. And so if you're expecting to find me to be uh, sympathetic to Matt Walsh simps, no, that's not going to happen. I think that Matt Walsh has done more damage to the conservative movement than almost any person on the planet. And um, I think you guys are going to lose elections because of him and you don't even realize it. But teach their own. Yeah, see, this is really a man more my speed, hellbound. Thank you for that. So let's look at the pictures. So the self-managed abortion tour was an was an in like a an an experiential art exhibit that was set up. The self-managed abortion tour was hosted by a group named Abortion on Our Terms, which took over the faculty lounge at Hampshire College to create an experiential art installation that invited participants to co-vision a liberatory future of reclaiming self-managed abortion. Now, when we know we're dealing with socialists because of the language that they use, anytime you hear the word liberatory, liberation, liberate, abolish is a big one, comrade, Obviously, they use that all the time. Anytime someone is talking about abolishing capitalism, that's going to be a socialist. But the the two big giveaway words that might sound like they're just like normal English are liberate and abolish. If you hear someone in the normal world talking about liberation, that person is probably a socialist. The reason I say that is we hear it over and over and over again on Socialism Saturday. So this is the um, the ad that they actually had in their physical program. Bing! That. And you can see they've got a whole art installation. <clears throat> it's like a whole traveling art installation that they do at different events. And it's uh, a tour that they bring you on. So it was a rather warm day at the conference. And so one of the things this group did is... Hang on. I have it right here. They created fans and it was actually very nice. It's a great fan, has lots of, it creates lots of wind. So it is actually a really good fan. And, um, and it actually has a nice, uh, pro abortion chant on the back just in case we need to break out in a spontaneous demonstration. We all have the words of a chant that, uh, we can break out. So that was actually really useful. Bree says, for the record, I talked to a lot of conservatives and conservative groups and I am one myself. There are a lot of people who don't like Matt Walsh, and those people are correct and very smart. Those are the types of conservatives that I like, the un- the ones that understand that Matt Walsh is not a net positive. 
Yeah, so we can try the chant sometime if uh, if people want. But for right now, let's move on. So this is the first sign that you see when you are welcomed into the exhibit. And it says the stigma free zone. And it has a, a, a like a, a water, like a heating pad, water bottle sort of thing that you can put on your stomach for when you're cramping. <clears throat> it has, you can see behind the couch there, it has pads for when you have heavy bleeding. And it says, imagine a world where abortion is supported. Those who need them are loved. Those who provide them are celebrated. And we all have access to the information we need. We deserve to care for our bodies, families, and futures. This is that world. Now, of course, upon entering the exhibit, we also had to pay full fealty to the core tenants of the woke ideology by saying Black Lives Matter, love is love, feminism is for everyone, my body, my choice. No one is illegal and to treat people with kindness. Peter says, Matt Walsh's best skill is preaching to the choir, damning with faint praise. Ain't that the truth, Peter? Ain't that the truth? Thank you for the super chat. Oh, Vicky, we're just getting started. I hear you. See, we got the same haircut, girl. We, 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 you know, people with this haircut know. We know. All right. So I was greeted by this woman, and I apologize. I don't remember her name. I'm sure she introduced herself. I'm sure she said she had she, her pronouns. By the way, I had to announce my pronouns like eight times at this conference. And and I actually had to have them on my name badge. And I put she, her on my name badge. And then I kept forgetting that I put she, her on the name badge. So I would change them. And I would sometimes say I was they, she, or she, they. Just to, just to spice things up. Just to see, you know, pronouns can change in the middle of the day, you know. Also, let me show you guys this. Let me stop the share really quick. On the back of the name badge, you'll see that, hang on, there it goes, that they they had a private room available for chest feeding. This is actually on the name badge. So if I needed to chest feed for any reason, I could have had a private room available. But you can see that's my name tag. I just put KB because, like, Curlin is impossible to pronounce, and I was kind of trying to fly under the radar. Um, but I had she, her as my pronouns. Also, and I, I'm going to write about this in a future article. I could have put a sticker on my badge, either a red sticker, a yellow sticker, or a green sticker, where um, if I did not want people to talk about me or talk to me, rather, to like come up and introduce themselves, I put a red sticker on the badge. And that means no one's supposed to talk to me. So that'll be coming up in a, a different article. Darth Desmond, it's just so refreshing to find a true centrist. Most people try to appear center while failing to attack the right at all. Thank you for doing this and being brave enough to do this kind of work. Well, the thing of it is, Darth, is I'm actually not a centrist. Not in any way. I'm actually farther right than most conservatives. If you look at my political compass test, I am extremely far right and I'm extremely libertarian. Where I am, though, is I just want to be left alone by both these people, like both the tribes. I think both tribes are crazy. And so I do believe in reasonable compromise and I, I just believe in being a reasonable human being. And I, th- I don't know why that's so crazy, but here we are. So I do try my best to really, I, 
I try to view things objectively. If the right does something good, I will say they're doing something good. If the left does something good, I'll say they're doing something good. If the right does something certifiably insane, I will say that. If the left does something certifiably insane, like we have today, I will say that. I try to be really fair and balanced, even if I don't like actually agree with something. But I am actually pretty right-leaning. It's not. It's no joke. Um, Bree says, by treat people with kindness, do they mean it's okay to essentially kidnap and attack Riley Gaines? Well, they mean people in their cult. They don't mean people like you and I. James Lindsay says that this is about including people that uh, have embraced critical consciousness. So they don't mean us. They can treat us very, very rudely. But they were really nice to me. Um, But of course, they thought I was one of them. And then a new wrinkle on the brain podcast we are all politically homeless. Well, I'm 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 in the libertarian party. I'm a libertarian. I'm an anarcho-capitalist. I basically think the government should exist, but I still want my private property and I like capitalism. The libertarians, such as they are, that's my home. Anyway. Nope, I am actually in the libertarian party. For real. And I'm staying there, but that's a different topic for a different day. Let's get back to our tour guide. So you'll see that the tour guide is wearing a shirt that says Mife and Miso, 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 Miso. Okay. What those are is short for the abortion pills. All right. So her shirt says Mife. Mife stands for Mifepristone and Miso stands for Misoprostol. And those are the pills that you take when you are self-managing your abortion. Now, this lady was very nice. She told me I could take pictures of her. I just couldn't take pictures of anyone else, which was fine. And she allowed me to take as many pictures I wanted as the, of the exhibit, which was pretty great. And I got a lot of pictures. And that's how we are doing this stream today. Dara says, I apologize for mislabeling. I guess I meant someone not afraid to attack either side. Oh, don't you worry about that, Darth. And I don't mind that. I understand why people think I'm a centrist. I'm just really not a centrist. I just believe that, like, I'm allowed to believe what I believe. And I am not allowed to force my ideas on anyone else. And I believe the same for you. You can believe whatever you want to believe. I Like, even if you're a socialist, welcome. I'm glad you're here. Pull up a chair. Just don't try to force your views on me or make me live the way you want me to live. And uh, we're going to be cool, man. Let's see. Now, I also wanted to note that this organization actually has a post on their Instagram where they are celebrating the birthday of one of the abortion pills that I thought was interesting. I've never celebrated the birthday of a medication before. Uh, Doc Wan says here, the mife kills and the miso expels. Okay, so that's actually a really good clarification because I wasn't sure about which pill did what so you take the first one to actually kill the unborn the they call them the products of conception you're going to see that later you take the first pill to terminate the product of conception and then you take the second pill to expel the product of conception all right so this is the first thing that we all had to do there were there was me and two other people on this little tour And the tour guide explained to us that we were not allowed to question abortion in this exhibit. This is, and you can see it says here, community agreements in this space. We're not here to debate uh, opinions about abortion. We are abortion positive 
and believe each person gets to decide when and whether to be a parent. Whatever your personal view, we ask that you respect this as a stigma and a shame-free space. So we were not allowed to question abortion at all. And the tour guide said, you know, this usually isn't that much of a problem for like events like this, like wink, wink, nudge, nudge. We all agree that abortion is pretty great. And I was like, you know, again, I'm pro-choice. So I was like, okay, this is not a battle I need to fight right now. And one of the things I want to say to people is I've, I've, I've heard some people say they want to do something like this and go to a conference like this and like infiltrate like I did. Do not fight with them. Don't question them. Don't try to convince them. Don't debate with them. You're going to get your your butt kicked out of the conference um, really, really quickly if you try to change their minds. Just let them talk. I didn't debate with anyone about anything. I didn't fight with anyone about anything. I was like, okay, I just want to hear what you have to say. So if you're going to go to one of these events, you need to be prepared for the fact that they're going to say a lot of crazy stuff. And if your purpose is to actually understand what they think do not fight with them do not debate with them do not make faces don't like have a like don't do one of those you have to keep your cool man otherwise they're going to know what you're doing and they're going to kick you out or they're not going to tell you the truth and then the whole point is lost all right so you got to keep like no fighting Matthew says, why do I envision this as a dark parody of the Stations of the Cross? Abortion is a dark sacrament as opposed to pro-choice. Well, just wait till we get to the spiritual shrine, Matthew, because we're going to get to that for real, for real, for real. All right. And then she had to do this disclaimer. Okay. So this was interesting because she was basically like, we live in a state where self-managed abortion isn't legal. And I just want you to know that I'm not giving you medical advice and I'm not telling you how to have a self-managed abortion. But if you wanted to have a self-managed abortion, you could follow the tips that we're going to give you about how to have a self-managed abortion. But I'm not telling you to do that. I'm not giving medical advice. She had to do this whole like nod, nod, wink, wink, nudge, nudge disclaimer. And one of the things that I think is funny is look at this. They actually have rolling eyes on their disclaimer. So it was like, she was like, I'm not telling you to self-manage your abortion in your bathroom, but if you wanted to have a bathroom abortion, like this is how you have a bathroom abortion. All right, fine. Next up, the first thing that she showed us is she was like, look, in our our house where we're self-managing our abortion, there are things for kids. Why might there be things for kids? And I said, there are probably things for kids because women who have kids have abortions. And she said, yes, most women who have abortions already have children. Shane, we're going to stop this stuff right now. Stop spamming my chat. If you don't, I'm going to ban you. I don't allow that. So the very first point that she wanted to get across is that Most women who have abortions, they're doing it because they already have children and they don't want any more children and they can't afford any more children and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that's why it's okay for everyone to have an abortion. Okay, it's okay. The live stream will be here when you're uh, when you're ready for it. So go cook some dinner. You can come back later. I don't know if that's true or not, but that was what she said. Next up, we were welcomed 
into the living room. And the three of us were asked to have a seat on the couch and the chair in the living room. And basically, we were asked to brainstorm. Now, why would someone want to have a self-managed abortion? And I raised my hand and I said, because it's convenient. And she said, yes, it is more convenient for people to have a self-managed abortion at home than to go to the clinic to have an abortion. And it might also be cheaper. And there might be other reasons why people want to have a self-managed abortion as well. And we'll talk about some of those reasons in a second. These are close-ups of all the things that were on that table. So you see they've got coasters of like Angela Davis, who's a communist, and Stacey Abrams, who's a socialist. They've got books about bodies being cool and hairy and fat and stinky um, for kids, which is, you know, what it is. Black Lives Matter mug. They had a mug that said uh, abortion, you do you. They had all sorts of socialist books, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then they had this sign. And this sign said a couple of different things. Um, And I'm just going to pull out the highlights because I don't want to read every part of it. But this sign said, a person who wants to achieve pregnancy relief. That's what they're calling abortion. Pregnancy relief. A person who wants to achieve pregnancy relief is their personal decision and should be within their power. So basically, the, the, the point was that they would prefer that someone just take the abortion pill than try to harm themselves, like throw themselves down some stairs or use a coat hanger or any of those things. And I'm like, okay, that's valid. I don't want people hurting themselves. I think that that's, you know, valid. However, that doesn't mean we need a spiritual shrine to the sacrament of abortion. They also said that some women might use herbs in addition to the abortion pills, and that herbs provide a connection to our ancestral roots of bodily autonomy and community care. You can see these on the signs. Um, Let's see. Here's the thing about the roots. It's down in the last one. And all the reasons, this this first bullet point, you can see the pads are the bullet points. Um, This is all the reasons why someone might want to have a self-managed abortion. So a desire for autonomy, privacy, personal preference, or because abortion bans have been pushed, have pushed clinical care out of reach. Isn't that nice? Moving on. Next, we moved into the kitchen. And the kitchen had a giant trans flag or trans pride whatever this is, trans, LBGTQIA+, two-spirit, whatever. They had a giant flag on the wall to make sure that we all knew that we were welcome because all kinds of people, Shane, you're going to cut this shit out. You're getting a timeout. And if you keep spamming my chat, I'm going to ban you. I'm not messing around. If you're here to learn, fine. But again, I've already asked you once. Not doing it again. The issue, guys, is once we get one person spamming the chat, then we get two people spamming the chat, then we get five people, and then all of a sudden the chat becomes unusable for the people that want to be here and want to have discussion. And so you got to nip that shit in the bud. I'm not putting up with it. So we came into the kitchen. We were all welcome. We knew we were all welcome because of the big flag on the wall. And then we were offered a snack. And I actually have 
No, I don't have it here. So we got we got to have like a pastry of some sort, which was kind of nice. It was later in the day. I, I kind of could have used a snack, to be honest. So they offered us a snack. And the reason they offered us a snack is because when women are, or excuse me, when birthing people, because not everyone who has abortions are women, when birthing people are self-managing their abortion, it's nice to have snacks. And really, if you're going to self-manage your abortion, you should have many snacks on hand. And and that's just going to be the way it is. And also, it's also very nice when you're self-managing your abortion to have a nice cup of tea because you're going to experience some discomfort when you're self-managing your own abortion. And so a nice cup of tea can really help calm you down. And so those were some of the things that we talked about in the kitchen. Then we saw this sign right here. And this sign says, uh, people who are managing their abortion deserve to be supported and nourished throughout the process. For many, pregnancy relief can be a ritual of release. Again, I'm going to say this. We're talking about self-managing your abortion in your own bathroom. And these people are saying, for many, pregnancy relief can be a ritual of release. During an abortion, a person will experience cramping and bleeding. They may also experience strong pain, chills, nausea, nausea, and diarrhea. How fun. Because it can be very uncomfortable, a strong support system can be critical. Though not all individuals have the ability to be surrounded by this, many are. And then they had a nice helpful list. And they said, things that can help support a self-managed abortion. Comfortable bottoms that are easy to remove, such as sweatpants or a stretchy skirt. Chamomile or mint tea to soothe the body and mind. A heating pad for relief of cramps. A supply of extra absorbent pads, ibuprofen or pain reliever. A toilet and bathroom with easy access and privacy. A calming playlist or distracting or comforting TV or movie, a footstool if you're choosing to hang out in the bathroom while releasing the products of conception. Remember, we're not aborting a child. We are performing a ritual to release products of conception. That's what they're calling it. Then the tour guide said, and I would pay money to have this on tape. I really would. But again, I couldn't record it. Two-party consent state. I'm not messing around with that. I'm sorry. I'm just not. You guys are not paying for my lawyer. All right. Then the tour guide said, if you have a friend that is self-managing their abortion, a really nice thing to do would be to get them a gift basket With all of the items on this list, you can get them a gift basket and put some tea in it and some heating pads and and some pads to catch all the blood and pain medicine and a nice movie or playlist. Or you can make them, I don't know, like uh, you you can put together a very nice gift basket that you can give your friend that is self managing their abortion. And wouldn't that be nice to give them? And I was like, uh huh. Okay. All right, sure. 
Then we moved into the bedroom. And of course, and of course, and of course, you have to create a sacred space in the bedroom. Because you're going to be spending a lot of time in the bedroom when you're self-managing your abortion, at least a couple of days. And so you just have to create a nice, calming, relaxing space. Of course, there there are symbols of femininity on the wall, including a feminist tarot card and a naked black lady. And so those are those are really nice. And then you get a sign that says, basically, the tour guide used the bedroom to explain that if you are a white woman, then you are privileged and you probably don't even need a self-managed abortion. If you're a privileged white lady, you can go to the abortion clinic and get your abortion there. But most people who need self-managed abortions are part of poor, marginalized, oppressed communities like Black or Latinx And they're the ones that most benefit from self-managed abortion. So really, if you don't agree with having self-managed abortions, then you are an oppressor because you are harming marginalized communities by not agreeing to this. And then then she said that um, that really it's trans and non-binary people that need self-managed abortions most of all. Because look, according to a 2019 survey of trans, non-binary, and gender-expansive respondents found that nearly one in five who had ever been pregnant reported an attempt to self-manage their abortion. And what they mean by reported an attempt to self-manage their abortion is they tried to abort without, you know, doing it properly, like through self-harm or like taking a lot of birth control pills or something like that. And really, the most marginalized and oppressed trans and non-binary people, they need self-managed abortions more than anyone. And isn't it unfair that these Black and Latinx and trans and non-binary oppressed people can't access the abortion services they need? How dare we? Now, next we move into the bathroom. And the bathroom was the main event on the tour of these self-managed abortions. This is where the magic happens, folks. This is where it quite literally all comes out. And um, and what I really want to point out is the abortion doula sign. So when you're when you are self-managing your abortion having a bathroom abortion, if you will, you're going to spend a lot of time sitting on a toilet because you're going to bleed like a lot. I asked her how much you're going to bleed and she said a lot, way more than an average period. And she said that the amount you bleed is going to be directly related to how far along in the pregnancy you are. She says that the FDA does not recommend doing a self-managed abortion after 12 weeks, which I actually thought, you know, okay, at least we're not self-managing our abortion at like six, seven, eight, nine months. I think that that's probably the most optimistic part of the whole tour. Still not good, mind you. But but still. Anyway, when you're sitting on the toilet, bleeding out the product of, oh, excuse me, performing the ritual of release of the product of conception, the tour guide made made uh, an effort to note 
that every single person having a self-managed abortion in their own bathroom really should have an abortion doula. Because what the abortion doula is going to do is they are going to sit on the stool next to the toilet and they're going to hold your hand and comfort you as you are bleeding, excuse me, releasing the product of conception into the toilet. And that is that is the role of the abortion doula, to help you through the release of your product of conception. Jennifer is asking a great question. Jennifer says, is this in response to the Roe v. Wade stuff to help women avoid back alley abortion and coat hanger abortion? Now, it's interesting you say that, Jennifer, because I want to take everyone back to one year ago. On the day, it was either the day of or the day after, and I'm pretty sure it was the day of. On the day that the draft decision for Roe v. Wade got released, we on this channel uh, watched far-left extremist abortion strategy videos just to see what they were planning around abortion. One of the videos that we watched was from the University of California at Berkeley, and it was it was done like that day. And they were responding to the Roe uh, draft decision being released. And what they said was that they weren't even worried about it because they already had plans to get abortion pills into all the states where abortion was going to be banned. And they were talking about this live on the Internet from the University of California at Berkeley. So here's what I really want people to understand. The far left knew that Roe was going to be overturned. They knew it was going to be overturned. They've been planning for it to be overturned for years. They weren't they were ready to go. On the day that the draft decision got released, they already had plans on how to get these abortion pills into the states where abortion was going to be banned, and they were talking about it in live webinars on the internet. This is why it's so important, guys, and this is what we do a lot of on my channel. If you are new to my channel, we will sit here and watch their long-form content from start to finish. We don't watch the clips from, like, Libs of TikTok. We don't watch clips that, like, appear on Tucker Carlson or anything. We watch from start to finish. Because when you watch them from start to finish, they will tell you what they're going to do. They will tell you flat out in no uncertain terms. And they had already been planning for Roe v. Wade to be overturned for years. So not only did conservatives shoot themselves in the foot for every election for the rest of their lives, in which the overturning of Roe v. Wade will be used against them. The overturning of it will save zero babies. Zero. None. Because the far left had already been planning for what to do when that eventuality happened. And I really want people to hear this. And I know for some conservatives and pro-life people, you're not going to like that I said that. But the reality is that if you are really interested in saving babies, you need to do a lot better because they're already like 18 steps ahead of you on this. And that's just reality. 
Jenny's getting inky with it. Thank you for the super chat. Today's new discourses vid is a great companion to this. Near the end, James talks about the three sides of abortion. This is the third side in action. Thank you for that, Jenny. Maybe I will check that out. I tend not to listen to James just because not that I don't think he's fabulous. I think everyone should listen to him, but I don't listen to him because I don't want to be influenced by him in how I'm perceiving things. I want to make sure I'm coming to uh, my conclusion on my own. All right. So we have our abortion doula. Our abortion doula is sitting on the toilet, holding our hand or not, excuse me, sitting on the stool next to the toilet, helping us through the ritual of release of our product of con of conception. Now you might think that that's like the last part of our tour, but no, no, it's not. No, because do you guys know what you do after you have your ritual release of the product of conception? Then you go to your spiritual shrine and you take a moment to connect with your spirituality and your ancestors and your community. At your spiritual shrine, now that you have released the product of conception and you are no longer pregnant, now you have to worship at the altar of abortion. And here's a close-up of the shrine. And I have to say, as someone who is very woo, I have crystals on my desk and everything. I've got lots of crystals on my desk. They're really pretty. Lots of crystals. I, I ascribe to all of this. I was particularly offended at this. Because this is a bastardization of every single thing on that table. People who are woo don't believe in this. I want to make this clear. The woke ideology has corrupted everything, and that includes stuff like this. Murphy's Pool says, what does this extreme focus on abortion have to do with socialism? Because they, Murphy's Pool, you know the answer to this, because one of the core things that socialists want to do is abolish the family. They don't want they don't want people having their own biological children. They want all children to be born via surrogacy. We've talked about this on Socialism Saturday before. We'll do a good we'll do a good bo- abolish the family Socialism Saturday this week. We'll we'll introduce people. If you've never been to Socialism Saturday, come learn about how socialists want to abolish the family. I will uh I will show you some resources for that. Now, just because they're not having their own kids though, don't don't think that means, and this is a warning that I really need to give to conservatives, because I know someone's going to say this in the chat. They're going to say, well, if they just all abort their own kids, then they'll all die off. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Because they're going to take yours. They take yours through indoctrination in the schools. They take yours when they're going to college. They will take your children. Quite literally, they're trying to get rid of your parental rights right now. I posted an article about it last week on uh, on the Substack. They are coming after parental rights hardcore. In California, did they pass the law? They either passed the law or they're close to passing the law where they can effectively terminate your parental rights after your kid is 12 years old if the school psychologist says so. So just because they're aborting their own kids, don't think that means that they're just going to kill themselves off. 
No. Yes, they want to abolish not the nuclear family. They want to abolish the biological family. They do not want people to have their own biological children. They want all children to be born via surrogacy. We'll talk about that another day, but if you're looking for information about that right now, head over to my substack, carlin.substack.com. Search for Abolish the Family. You can also search on my YouTube channel for Abolish the Family. You'll be able to see it for yourself. We'll do a deep dive on Abolishing the Family another day, but that is real. That's not made up. It's not fringe. It's being taught in Ivy League schools right now. No joke. Anyway, let's get back to our shrine because now we have to worship at the altar of our of our bathroom abortion and this is about creating a sacred space people who are self-managing their abortion may choose to incorporate spiritual practices and sacred beliefs which allow us to dive deeper into our personal agency and knowing and that might include connecting with spiritual leaders or community meditation prayer traditional or spiritual healing practices. Well, oh, that's that's my substack. Thank you for that, Grandma Nay. It is all new age, but what I want to articulate to people as someone who actually does practice that that it's not it's not it's a bastardized version of what it is. This is not what it's intended for. This isn't even how it's utilized in spiritual communities. They're taking something and bastardizing it like they always do. So then, to conclude the tour, we were encouraged to make signs that articulate our expression for our dreams of abortion for the future. I declined to make a sign because at this point, I'm going to be honest. At this point, I was having some feelings. And I was keeping my cool and I was keeping my composure, but I was, thank God I'm wearing a mask. I didn't think you were implying that, Gloria. You're good. I apologize if it came off like that. Um, At this point, I was having a little bit of trouble keeping my composure between the abortion doula and the bastardization of my spiritual beliefs to the altar of abortion. I I needed to get out of the room. And so I declined to make a sign. I just thanked them for their time. I took some literature and I left. And on the way out the door, you they ask you to connect with them. Maybe you can order a t-shirt with the abortion pills on it and all that. But I just had enough. Like the energy of this room was so dark and so awful. And um and it was weird because this woman that gave us the tour where is she? There she is. Very nice lady. Very nice. Had a good attitude, was optimistic, was bubbly, was welcoming. But there was something, dare I say, demonic about being in this space. And I had to go. I was in it for about 20 minutes. And I was like, I ain't doing this no more. And I left. But that's okay, because it was at the end of the tour anyway. So That, guys, is the tour of the self-managed abortion. Now, this article and this video is but one of many that I'm going to be doing about my day with the socialists. Because 
trust me, yo, we've got a lot more to talk about. We really do. We've got so much more. I'm going to show you everything in this program. I'm going to show you the trans book list that I got for elementary school kids. Full book list. I'm going to show you all of the collaterals that I got, including trans book clubs for children um, and support groups for children. Look, 5 through 18, they're starting support groups for trans children at age 5. Although the com- the, the, the place that uh, gave me this flyer that says they start with trans children at 5, I asked them, I was like, is 5 the lowest that you go? And they said, no, we start working with kids at 2 years old. I was like, okay. That's really great. I've got so much stuff that I'm going to walk through. And so we're going to be doing a lot more of these streams, and there's going to be a lot more articles going up on my Substack. Again, that's carlin.substack.com. I've actually created a whole section for this called My Day with the Socialist. So if you go up to the top menu, you're going to see this. My Day with the Socialist, and that's where we're going to be housing all the content. And so there's some stuff up there right now. But guys, this is going to be going up over the next couple of weeks, probably. At least this week, probably into next week, because there's just so much I want to break down. I'm also going to give you all of my session notes. I'm going to tell you who the people that were involved in this conference were. We've got so much to break down. But if you appreciate it, I hope you will consider subscribing to my YouTube channel. Please mount that like button as well. And also make sure you are subscribed to the Substack, carlin.substack.com. And if you want to, Uh, sign up for five bucks a month 50 bucks a year again there is a socialist conference that i want to go to this fall that is much bigger than this one that's going to be much more involved than this one that i promise you is going to be next level insanity far more insane than this one and i need your help to be able to go to that conference because my work is completely 100% Funded by you. And if you want to support the work I'm doing and allow me the ability to do more of it, please make sure you're subscribing for five bucks a month, 50 bucks a year. If you can't afford to for whatever reason, please make sure you are sharing the material. I would love it if every single person watching this right now could share this article on their social media with their friends, with their family. Go on my Twitter account. I'm Dr. Carlin B on Twitter. Share the thread that I wrote about it. Please just share it. Get the information out there because you know the media is not going to cover this. You know they're not going to cover it. Well, guys, if you want me to have a, a disguise, then you need to fund the work for me. Come on. The socialists have people funding this stuff. There was This was a very well-funded conference. No joke. There was food everywhere. It was really well run. They had technology. I'm just myself here. So if you want me to have a disguise, if you want me to have recording equipment, if you want me to have all this stuff, literally the only way that's going to happen is if you sign up and fund my work through a subscription to the website. And I promise I'll give you good stuff. I will break down all of this stuff for you. I will always report back. I do a weekly newsletter telling you exactly what you're funding, but I cannot do it just by people chatting in and saying, you need to do this. You need to do that. Time to pony up, guys. 